The Benefits of Practicing Humility in Your Marriage, Episode 108. Welcome to the Awaken You podcast, where we break down relationship barriers by awakening your true you. I'm Coach Christine, and the two of us will be doing this work together because this process isn't about changing your partner. It's about discovering who you are so you can awaken you in your marriage. Welcome, 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 Awaken You in Your Marriage listeners. How is everyone this week? couple things before we dig into this topic about humility and how practicing it is actually going to change the dynamic that you are currently experiencing in your marriage. So first things first, it is a new month, which means a reset, an opportunity to reevaluate how things have been going in your marriage plan, and what you want to work on this month. And right along those lines, I want to talk about my freebie that you can download from the show notes, go to my website, my Abundant Love mini course. It is a course where you are going to create your marriage affirmation list, your what I call love list. And it's going to help you start looking for the positive things in your marriage and stop focusing so much on the negative. Not that we don't want to correct the things that we don't really love in our relationship, but when we're able to focus on the things that are amazing about our relationship, it makes it so much easier to work on those problems. And then secondly, I am working on creating some programs to help you, some new programs to help you, some free offers, some courses. So what I want is I want to know what you're struggling with. I want to help you. I want to make sure that I'm addressing those things that are the most painful in your relationship right now so that you can start the process of working through those. And then lastly, big favor, I would love it. If you've been listening and utilizing the practices that I share here, I would love it if you would be willing to share a review. It's super simple. Whatever platform you're listening to, there is the ability to leave a review You can make it as simple as just hitting the star, the five star, or even better, it would be lovely if you just left a one to three sentence review, which does not take very much time. And I very much appreciate it because what it does is it does help other people who are looking for marriage help. It helps them hear from you what you're learning from the podcast. And it also will help me bring on guests that you would love to hear. The better 
and the more reviews I have, the better the experts I can bring on. All right, so let's dig into humility. To begin with, I wanted to share the basic definition that I pulled off the Googles. So I just typed in humility, and of course the definition came up. The definition Google shared with me on humility is a modest or low view of one's importance. Now, when you hear that, what do you think? Does it sound like it's something that you want to hold on to in your marriage? A modest or low view of yourself and your importance? It sort of comes across as meek and weak. And when we're thinking of humility as being meek and weak, well, I don't think we would be mm, wanting to be humble in our marriage, right? And it might actually bring up the thought that holding on to humility, practicing humility would be making yourself less than your spouse. And that is not the case. Humility is actually the opposite of this. And this is the work that we do in my Awaken You program. We build a strong foundation in the knowing and loving of ourselves. And then when you know yourself really well, that is when you're able to set aside pride that falsely lifts us up. That's when we're able to set aside our ego. That's when we can let go of the need to be right, being open to learning from our spouse and being open and honest about our own strengths and weaknesses. We have a solid foundation in ourselves, and so we don't need to force issues. So today, I want to talk with you about how to start practicing humility in your marriage and what it can look like in action, why it can be difficult, which I kind of already talked about, but we'll go into it a little bit more, and that when practiced, how you can use it to influence that positive change you're looking for in your marriage. I want to venture out on a limb and say that Most of the problems that we are dealing with in our marriage come from this place of our own pride, our own selfishness, ego, which Jay Shetty says so well. He says in his new book, Eight Rules of Love, that most misunderstandings are based on pride and ego. And he calls ego love's enemy. I love that. And so the practice of humility can actually tear down this pride, this selfishness, and the domination that our ego wants to have in the relationship. When it comes to beginning this practice of humility, like all of the things I share here on Awaken You, you want to start small and easy. You want to pick one of the actions that I'm going to talk about and implement them. You want to start noticing 
when this ego and this pride and this selfishness wants to block you from practicing these actions of humility. You want to pay attention and notice the emotions that come up for you when you are wanting to practice humility. What inside of you is going on? And this will help you understand old patterns of protection, fear of looking less than, wanting to guard yourself from being told that you're wrong. And the work is really going to be that work of believing in yourself. Because like I said earlier, when you know yourself really well and you love yourself and you are willing to grow and be open to being wrong, to hearing what your partner has to say, that is when we can really make our spouse more important than us, okay? It's really taking out our needs and hearing our spouse's needs. Not that we ignore our needs, but we listen to them first, knowing that we're going to take care of ourselves, okay? Now, let's talk about some examples of what humility might look like in action. Let's start with life at home. And it could look like sharing the load. In your home, the two of you might have tasks that you typically take care of. There might be tasks that you share. But let's say your husband normally cleans the car, gets the car cleaned, fills the car up with gas. Um, Maybe he mows the lawn. Maybe he shovels the driveway. And knowing that he's in the middle of a big time-consuming project, you would take some of those tasks on for them. And the key here is you do it without the need of recognition. You're not doing it so that they see you. You're doing it in humility in love for them and helping them out. Now, there might need to be a conversation about, hey, you know, I'll take care of this task while you're on this project. And then that way, it's just automatically taken off of their load. And they know that. Or it might be just stepping up here and there and saying, hey, I would love to take care of them right now. I see this thing that needs to get done. I'm going to do it for them. Another way to show humility is in the middle of a conflict or when you're noticing that you want to push your angle in the topic, whatever it is, and you're noticing that you're needing to be right. Being able to create some space around that And saying to yourself, okay, I can let this go. This is not a big deal. The third way you can show humility is asking for forgiveness. So admitting when you've done something wrong and asking them for forgiveness. 
I want to encourage you with this third way of showing humility that you check out an episode a few back, episode 97, the title being Why You Want to Forgive. And that will sort of walk you through the process of asking for forgiveness. And it's an important process to know how to do it because in the act of asking for forgiveness, you're going to want to like really confess what it is that you've been doing that you know is taking away from the relationship, asking for forgiveness. But before you actually ask for forgiveness, asking your partner to share with you what this has felt like for them or anything that they would like to share about this topic because that allows your spouse to actually like get out of their body what it is that has been bothering them and then it just makes that forgiveness and granting that forgiveness so much better where you can come together afterwards and shake hands or actually maybe that five second kiss, right? So another way of being humble is taking the time to get to know them. Now, I know that this seems super silly, but for those of you who have been married more than a few years, the process doesn't end. You'd be surprised about the things that you don't know about your partner and we all change, right? We might have a favorite food at one point in our life and through maybe different health issues or priorities they've placed on their health, it's not their favorite anymore or their favorite restaurant. So really get to know them. The fifth tip or action I want to share around humility is celebrating celebrating each of you and in particular celebrating them big celebrations like job promotions or a bonus or something they do in their hobby and an accomplishment they made and small celebrations like celebrating when they do that first act of sharing the load. Maybe they do the laundry for you. Or maybe they vacuum when it was on your list of things to do. You can celebrate that success. Thank you. Thank you so much for stopping at the grocery store on the way home. Another way to be humble is to be kind. So what does being kind look like? Well, it could be asking for accountability if you are one who has a sharp, more sarcastic voice. <clears throat> I'm speaking for myself here. It could be noticing when the argument is getting heated and being kind would be the ability to pause and choose not to react. Choose to maybe ask that you have a timeout and revisit this topic when you both can self-regulate those emotions, when you can 
both really pull apart what it is you're arguing about and then coming back together to finish the discussion. And then another way to show humility is to put their needs first. And it's sort of like you really want to lay it down on the couch and just chill. But instead, you pause, you sit next to them, and you ask them about their day. Or maybe it's you decided that you wanted to watch this special show that's coming up, and he wants to watch the game. Instead of just being unkind, like the last action of humility, you choose love. You say, hey, can we spend some time together before we go our separate ways? Um, And what is it you might need to make you even more comfortable watching the game? Would you like me to pop some popcorn for you? Would you like me to dish you up some ice cream? Whatever it is, like just really thinking about them first. That is just a small list of ways to be humble. And I think as you just start with one of them, like I said, pick one, take baby steps, just like the first one, sharing the load. Okay, maybe what they do is they clean up in the kitchen. You make the meal, they clean up. And typically, maybe you take off then and you do something else in the house. But maybe it would be sticking around to dry the dishes or clean the counters in this stove and having some conversation or some together time. And then that eases their load so that you have more time together to relax. So it is really about just taking small steps. And of course, being humble can be difficult, especially if we have a history in our past of being taken advantage of, right? If we have a history in our past of being kind of stepped on when we feel like we're helping others out and we're putting others first. So there, there could be this fear of being taken advantage of. But now this is humility on purpose, This is humility to spark more love in your relationship. So just remembering, I have my own back. I am going to take care of myself. If they choose to be rude about the ways that I'm humble, then I'm going to have my own back and be able to share how I feel about their receptivity. And again, humility, it is not about needing them to recognize you, right? But when you're humble, when you celebrate their success, when you get to know them, when you ask for forgiveness, when you opt out of a need to be right, that will soften the relationship, that will break down barriers. But if they're not being receptive of it, or if they're using it against you, making you appear weak, somewhat like that definition, they're maybe making fun of you 
or taking advantage of you. That isn't what humility is about. And you can bring it up, recognize it, and let them know that you are doing these things from a place of love and you don't appreciate the way they're taking advantage of it. Now, what will happen is practicing humility is going to influence positive change in your relationship. Humility will have you dropping the reins of needing to control. And when you can open up to being humble while still holding on to yourself and your values, your integrity, your spouse is going to notice these changes. And though it may take some time because they may not really notice what is going on, or they may notice and they might be wondering what is happening, what is going on here. This is not the norm. And so, right, they might push away a little bit more, but keep going because while your spouse is contemplating this change, paying attention to what you're doing, they are going to receive the gift That comes from you opening up to love and they are going to give it back. Trust me on this. All right. Now, broken marriages. If you are in a broken marriage, a broken marriage is really just a history of an accumulation of pain and bad habits and bad patterns. And if this is the case for you, I want to give you some hope because something different is 100% available to you. But you need to find somebody to help you identify these areas of pain, these bad habits, these bad patterns, and help you replace them with good habits, good patterns, and figure out how you do that. It is not just a matter of like erasing the bad habit and just plugging in a good habit. There's a lot of emotional and mental change that needs to happen. And what I help people do in my one-on-one coaching program is identify these pains, these habits, these bad patterns, and why they have implemented these behaviors. And then we work on a strategy to implement new healthy habits, really creating easy love collecting a whole bunch of little wins that add up to big wins, that add up over time to big love. And whenever we can notice our ego running the show, it's always an opportunity to learn and to implement something different, a new habit so that we can learn and grow and we can be more open to bringing love into our hearts instead of closing our hearts off and blocking the love we so badly desire. Now, if this episode resonated in any way, I would love to hear about it. And I would love for you to share your insight by leaving a five-star review and commenting how this episode helped you so that others can see how Awaken You can help them in their marriage. Thank you all so much for showing up every week. Happy hugging. And I love you all so much. Ciao. 
Thank you for listening to the Awaken You podcast. If you enjoyed listening, then you have to go check out Awaken You, my one-on-one coaching program where we take all of this material and we apply it to your life, we study it, and we take it to your next level so that you can awaken you in your marriage. For any questions, comments, or coaching issues you'd like to hear on the podcast, please visit me on my website and together let's awaken you. Mm-hmm.